0: favorite weekly sports podcast is back and we are hitting up all the major sports from basketball to baseball hell the u.s open is going on in tennis too let's talk about that but really we're just stalling until the nfl comes back next week so hang on for one more hour because here we go down the wire
1: I'll be like she's sunset on the beach Make me wanna pull up on my Emmy with the heat I don't know about you, but I know about me Summertime Florida, catch me sliding on the key Episode yeah. 31, 31, episode 31 how
0: you're starting off. That was experience. the
1: cold open. That was, that was it right there. Right oh
0: after the intro. And cold it was. Yeah. Oh
1: <laughs> okay, I'll just cut it and then we'll just bring it in right there. And well, then everyone can just re- think your, of how like, terrible it was.
0: Your Herbert the Pervity like... <laughs>
1: I don't think that's what it was. No,
0: yeah, it was pretty close.
1: I don't think so. Uh, I'm exhausted. I didn't do anything today. And... Uh, ooh! Woo! Sorry. I just moved uh back to Madison yesterday and so today is kind of been my relaxed, chilling day before I go back to work tomorrow and school.
0: Uh yay. I yeah. mean I spent I spent five hours at the movie theaters today.
1: Oh, okay.
0: We did a we did a double feature.
1: That's pretty insane. That's pretty that's pretty intense. What'd you go go see?
0: Uh, Jungle Cruise and Shang Chi.
1: Yeah, I, I I can't keep track of what movies are coming out anymore, honestly. So uh, they were
0: both were pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I mean, we had the kid, so it was myself, Elsie, and the uh, the girlfriend. And um, all, all in all, I was happy with both films.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Labor Day. It's Labor Day. We still it's work Labor- on Labor Day. Day. We still work on Labor Day.
0: Laborious.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Labor Day, this is probably the first time I've actually been off for Labor Day in my entire history of working. Probably since I got a job in high school.
0: Usually I, uh, I wrestle down at the Summerfest grounds. There's a show that goes on for uh, Labor Fest, But not this year. Nothing. Summerfest is there. So, mm.
1: uh, wop wop What a shame, what a shame It's another week of sports And another week of down the wire We have a huge new thing that we got this last week College football's back And as painful as the first week have been, may have been It was honestly pretty great to have back
0: uh, yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of a lot of fraud alert notifications because uh, a lot of big-name teams went down.
1: There was a couple teams that didn't look as good as maybe they were perceived, but um, it was...
0: LSU at 16 went down. Uh, uh Washington got beat up by Montana. Clemson losing. I know they lost to uh, number five Georgia, but Clemson... I mean, realistically, that's a that's a huge loss.
1: It is a huge loss. It's definitely something that it's more beneficial to get your losses out of the way early, though, especially in favor of the college football playoff. I don't know, because Clemson right now, who's to say Georgia's not going to be the number two team in the country after this week, after them pretty convincingly beating Clemson, who was the number three team, and Ohio State and Oklahoma both not having very convincing wins, Georgia could be the number two team in the country next year. So Clemson...
0: Next week, next year.
1: Oh, did I say next year? Next week. Next week. Yeah, yeah. They could be the number two team in the country next week. And so the loss could be not so bad for Clemson, but what really hurt them is North Carolina getting embarrassed as well when they have... Yeah, it was not what, that's what they weren't really needed because there's no one really good in the ACC. The football division is not that great. And North Carolina was a ranked team and they got embarrassed right away with Sam Howell.
0: Well, let's just be honest. There's no really good teams outside of the SEC. Uh, you saw, uh, like, like you said, a lot of the uh, higher-seeded teams Kinda either lose or not put up anything impressive. I mean, Oklahoma. How how is Oklahoma gonna get, uh, uh, like get put into miniature cardiac arrest by who? Man, who the hell even was it? It was Tulane.
1: They're playing Tulane. Oh,
0: that's right, Tulane. Like Tulane was up with, uh, like I think it was like three minutes left. And like how, how? How are you gonna get embarrassed by too late?
1: It's because uh, the Big Twelve doesn't play defense. The Big Twelve doesn't play defense. Game
0: that was held at Oklahoma because of Hurricane Ida.
1: Mm. Makes sense. It, it's because the Big Twelve doesn't play defense. And Spencer Rattler was fun to watch. At least he had a few yards. Bryce Young might be the next best quarterback at Alabama too, which. It's just insane how much of a factory they are. They can produce new players that no one's ever heard of every year well, that turn they into reputation. superstars. It's it's insane.
0: And they don't uh, turn away good talent like I don't know Wisconsin does.
1: Whoa!
0: And what Wisconsin what? turns away talent? Like who? Uh, how about um? Was it it? Leroy Butler's kid this past year?
1: Who the hell was that? Oh, no, no,
0: no, not, not, Le, not Leroy Butler. It was uh, Donald Driver's kid. Got turned away because of his uh, grades. Didn't beat up to their standards.
1: Donald Driver, Wisconsin football. And I, think,
0: I think he had the, he's playing for Penn State now, isn't he?
1: Well, I did not know this. So, his... He visited Wisconsin. Four-star Christian driver.
0: Yep. The wide receiver, right? Um, no, no. Was safety. Safety.
1: I only took a visit in June. That's all.
0: That's yep. All, he got turned away.
1: That's all I got.
0: And uh, I think he's going to Penn State. Hmm. I think that's what he where he committed.
1: Well. So we'll talk about the Wisconsin and Penn State game real quick here um
0: told you they were trash
1: So here's the thing this is this is the big takeaways away from the first week right so <laughs> week one week one the first takeaway is the rest of the season is now just for fun and slash pride that 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 line goes together. Uh, part number two would be, um, where do I got it? Right here. Ches Malusi is legit. Who? The running back. You didn't even watch the game. See, Kev? No.
0: I knew they were going to lose.
1: The Ches Malusi, the new running back that will be put into the Wisconsin system, he's going to be something big. He's pretty good. He doesn't quite have the Jonathan Taylor and Melvin Gordon like breakaway for touchdowns. But he's going to have big games against bone teams and had hundred and some yards against Penn State. So, looked pretty good. Number three, the corners and defensive backs all are just too slow. Every single one of them. Three times in a row, big plays over the top of their head. Off Sean Clifford, who was nothing. I mean, what? Like, come on. Now we go over here. Last point, I miss Russell Wilson, but at this point, I would settle for Joel Stave at quarterback. <laughs> uh,
0: was, i mean, I wasn't super big on Grant Hurts last year. I—I—I um, I, I don't, I don't really like his form. I think he—he uh, looks—he looks like he's playing scared.
1: He does.
0: Yeah. And I, we need some confidence in a quarterback, especially one that you hope to do things like take you to the college football playoffs or, hell, even the Big Ten championship game.
1: That's what I mean. I He doesn't have any – he's got so much swagger, but he has no bite with his swagger. There's no one afraid of his swag at all. He, so, he comes out mean- – what? Does
0: that make him Daniel
1: Jones? Yes. I, no, it I'm makes him that... it makes him Drew Locke.
0: Drew Locke, sorry.
1: Yeah, it makes I, him Drew Locke. Yes, Graham Mertz is the Drew Locke of college football all over again. This is exactly what he is. He is a swaggy quarterback with a lot more swag than talent. Perfect. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs>
1: and yeah. It's not the it's just not the right fit. It's just not the right fit over here. I think the O-line for the Badgers looked like it might have regressed a little bit as well too as good as we usually see it. It's a team that has a very young unit this year, the offensive line for the Badgers. But
0: well, then I wouldn't necessarily call it a regression. Uh, I mean, you we don't know what it is at this point, right? You can't, you can't lose a whole bunch of juniors and seniors, you know. Yeah, technically it's regressed, but you don't know how they're going to be next year. That's the one thing that you can count on in Wisconsin football is O line and running back depth. Well,
1: talent. I just hope that they don't fall in love with the pass block because it looks like they pass block much worse than they run block, because like we said, they always are a run-heavy team. And these guys didn't look like they could pass block very well, and they really wanted Graham Mertz to make plays, and he was not the guy to make plays on Saturday. That's the
0: whole reason why they have this pass block deal is because of Graham Mertz. Absolutely. They're trying to play towards him, and uh, I'm sorry, but Graham Mertz is not the guy but, you know, it's just something they're going to have to deal with for this year, maybe next. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, he'll be there. He's um, he's giving me the Hornibrook vibes again, all over again. Just not, not what you well, want. Sean Clifford on the other side, though, his first game back, um, nothing crazy from him. He didn't surprise me. He didn't impress me at all. Jahan Dotson, he's going to be playing on Sundays. For Penn State. Wide receiver. He looked, looked pretty good. Looked really good. And it was just a sad day. It was just a sad day after that. Luckily, luckily we had other successful sports this weekend for Wisconsin, at least.
0: Very much. Of course, uh, you know, I, I assume you're talking about the Brewers right now.
1: I'm yeah. not talking about the Brewers at all. I'm talking oh. about Daniel fucking Vogelbach. That's who I was talking about.
0: Oh, my bad. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Dan Vogelbach walk off grand slam yesterday against the Cardinals. I'll put the I'm gonna put the Bob Euchre call in right here. Here in the
0: ninth. And down three. Tying run is at first the pitch. Swing and a fly ball! Deep right! Are you my kidding God! me? A walk-off grand slam! My oh my! How about that? Oh baby!
1: Okay, all right. I I put it in. I promise.
0: You say that all the time. No, I'm going to right there.
1: One sec, one sec. Let me look at the time of it real quick. Oh yeah, 100%. It's already there. 12:50. Boom! I did it. I know I did. Bet. (laughs)
0: I, I'm just saying, how many times have you been like, I'm going to cut this out? And I then, can you totally know, I do it. it it's going to happen. It's going to be in there. <laughs> All right. All right. Yes. Huge grand slam victory uh, to take the series win over the Cardinals, which is always a plus when you are a Brewers fan. Honestly, a baseball fan in general, because the Cardinals are really a shit-ass team. Uh, no one really likes them.
1: No, not at all.
0: And uh, you, know, you know, that's not even the half of it, though, when you consider uh, my, one of my boys, who you've been shitting on for quite some time this year, hmm. Adrian Hauser, pitches the first Brewers shutout in seven years.
1: That was before. a big one as well. Adrian Hauser, he did have a big game. He threw very little pitches, too. He was under 100 pitches, right? Uh,
0: I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, look and I'm by no means am I saying this is a number one guy, but I'm saying for a number four, you gotta be pretty damn happy to have Adrian Hauser. I would say he is easily top ten, if not Ooh, do I go top five for number four starters in the league?
1: Wow. Well
0: I I don't I, I should look this up.
1: I don't know. They just lost 12 to nothing today. I just went to go look and yeah, they gave that's up.
0: I was saying, I hope you're not talking about them right now. Cause yeah. They got their ass kicked. But... They
1: did get their ass kicked. Hold Adrian on, Hauser has been better since the All-Star break around there. He's actually had some success that's Adrian Hauser has been suspect for at some points this season, but he has come around as of late at least.
0: That's really the only time that you need them is, like, towards the end and in the playoffs. And if you're going to go in with a solid four, like Peralta, Woodruff, uh, what is it, Birds and Hauser, I think you're feeling pretty happy.
1: What are you giving the Brewers odds now at a World Series run here with an 84-55 on September 6th? Where's your com- comfortable level, like 1 through 10, that the Brewers are going to be in the World Series? In the World Series. Okay. Yes. Uh, NL West well, is no, heating up.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I'm going
1: to go 60%. 60% chance.
0: I think that's a pretty safe bet. I, I think it, it depends on who they're playing out of the West. 'Cause realistically there's no reason why they shouldn't beat what, the Braves, I, I think is Yeah, the, whatever NL
1: East team they get to beat down on, I'm totally here for.
0: Yeah. Uh so there really is no reason why they should lose to them. You know. Hopefully not, but you never know. And then, you know, where where do you like who do you get? Do you get the Dodgers, do you get the Padres, do you get the Giants? You know, that that's Difficult because really, I just don't want the Dodgers. As I, can, I, as I think
1: the players. long, yeah, you. They just what they just beat down the Giants last week. Remember the four game series? Uh They took yeah, three from them, and they looked really good against them. I really think that Christian Yelich getting hot right now is helping out a lot. He's got his on base percentage up over three seventy now. Which
0: yeah, is he still on that hit streak?
1: Uh he got he picked up two today, so I would assume yes on that. If he's if he's back to his form that we can have just a fraction of two years ago, this team can be a lot dang a lot more dangerous than it is.
0: If he stays like what he's doing right now. He look he's not up to two what, two, three years ago form. Uh I mean that's that's M V P level stuff. Don't don't even try to get that. But Uh, You know, the stuff that he's doing now is sure better than what he was giving a month or two ago. So, I'll take that.
1: I have breaking news. Uh
0: Uh-oh. Breaking news.
1: Texans officially named veteran Tyrod Taylor starting quarterback for week one. Aw,
0: man, that's not breaking news. You just said hours ago.
1: That was hours ago? Yes. I just got it right now.
0: I've had that notification for quite some time. All right,
1: whatever. Okay, fuck <laughs> off. Well, you couldn't have played it off for me like we were recording at a nice I mean, time.
0: Oh, okay. Oh well. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll put a little dead space right here. Okay. Now you can cut it out.
1: Okay, you fucker. I'm not gonna do that. Oh <laughs> um, my god.
0: Oh uh, shit.
1: But that's uh, gonna that's gonna let them get one more win than they thought they would. Yeah, that'll get him like three instead of two wins.
0: I'm telling you, he's going to be better than you think. I really do. uh, The more and more I see of the Jacksonville Jaguars and what Urban Meyer is doing, the less I feel confident that that team's going to be anything good. Dude,
1: Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville is going to take. It's going to take a lot more than just him to fix what's going on down there.
0: Urban Meyer needs to go already. He hasn't even coached a game, like a, a real game yet, and I just already can tell he's gonna be trash. Shouldn't
1: have cut Tebow. Shouldn't have cut Tebow. Just saying. Hey, stop it. What? He he just couldn't block. That's all he was. Could have been the oh next. My God. Could have been the next Taysom Hill before Taysom Hill was Taysom Hill.
0: <laughs> oh my God! Stop it. <laughs> uh, did did you hear about the MLB
1: is proposing uh? The new free agency rules. What are these? So we all
0: know that the uh, MLB free agency is wild and crazy, and and mainly because there's no salary cap. Uh, Well, they're first trying to start off with a salary minimum, uh, which would be, uh, I think, $110 million is the minimum, which is...
1: That's a a payroll minimum? Yes.
0: Yeah, payroll minimum.
1: I think the brewers are under that.
0: Uh, I know they were. I wouldn't say they still are, but, I mean, come on, though. $110 million in, in these times just means that, like, we won't be seeing what the pirates look like
1: lowest... right now. Okay, go ahead and continue, and I'm going to look up the lowest MLB payrolls real quick.
0: And now, this is just, there's not a lot. Um, so, like, this is all speculation, and a lot of it is uh, first... First time around stuff, uh, but yes. So that is uh, a floor is going to be. Uh, sorry, it's only a hundred billion, so it's not even 110 hundred yeah. ten. But a floor minimum, or I should say a salary minimum, your floor is going to have to be higher than a hundred million dollars, dude. You got to add at least fifty thousand or fifty billion more, I should say, to really make that anything. If you ask
1: me. So it looks like about 12 teams that are under the 110 million dollars salary cap in the MLB right now. And or rather the salary minimum that you would say they'd propose. Uh that would be the ni- the only the first team under it is the Milwaukee Brewers at 97 million dollars. Uh All right. Texas Rangers, Oakland A's, Arizona Diamondbacks, Detroit Tigers, Kansas City Royals, Seattle Mariners, Tampa Bay Rays, uh Miami Marlins, Pittsburgh Pirates, Baltimore Orioles, and the lowest salary cap or lowest team payroll, rather, for twenty twenty one. The Cleveland Indians, forty eight million dollars.
0: Jesus.
1: That is absolutely throwing right now. How
0: many players are making more than the Minimum, the the salary cap
1: of, of the entire organization uh, of Cleveland.
0: Oh so realistically, though, you just write off what ten teams, right? Yeah. There are realistically four teams that are anything the Brewers, the Rays, which are for sure yeses. Yes. The Mariners and the A's, which I I know they've been floating, if like. In contention. Hey. I don't think the Rays are anymore. Oh, uh, that's the Rays. Well, anymore. yeah,
1: for a- this a- season for this season, yeah, that's about it. But I kinda like what the Tigers are doing over there. Tigers have some good progress going around and there's a...
0: No. Uh, they
1: I think so. I think so. No,
0: they're bad. No, uh, here's another another thing that they want to do is get rid of the service type requirement. Uh, for a free agency you know how uh you see that a lot of being down in the minors for like a certain amount of time or whatever blah 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 but instead it the proposed age threshold is 29 and a half i mean that's that's so late into a person's career dude like at age 30 is when like people kind of expect players to kind of hit their ceiling at that point you don't see many players get better after age 30 you know what i mean
1: no you don't anymore it used to be though i think the prime has moved up in years now like when i'm sure like i i kind of think that your prime especially in baseball it kind of used to be like from ages 27 to 32 in that range kind of there and it's probably even moved down now, like, 24 to 29.
0: Well, the problem is, though, is that it's going to make the free agent market be filled with a lot of older players. Because teams are not going to be trying to offer these over-30 guys contracts, or at least not substantial contracts. Uh, which...
1: I mean, you can still get the 10-year deals.
0: Bruh. You if can. You are that good, if you are that good, you are not being able to
1: hit. Isn't the age- service time right around the age of 27 now? Already in the MLB? Ooh, good. I feel like I see that a lot. That's when they kind of have their contract year, is when they turn like 27. And I think I, that makes saying, things players, interesting.
0: A lot of players go into their prime around 26, 27. That's just me. I mean, don't? You know, do you think so? I think
1: so. I mean, yeah, you'd probably think, but realistically, look at all the crazy young talent we have in the MLB right now with uh, Acuna, Guerrero, um, Soto, Tatis, of course. I mean, look at all those guys that are under the age of 24.
0: And the, well, you know, another thing, too, is they're uh, talking about getting away with, going away with uh, arbitration and that service time as well. But that there is very little details to that so i can't really speak more to that i am fine with that i i, I mean i want these guys to get as much money as they can It's going to hurt you know uh teams like the brewers you know because we we you know we rely on that arbitration to you know contend
1: for the small that, markets yeah that is gonna hurt a little bit to try to keep guys that want to come play here
0: well that where you're probably going to need a salary cap at some point, you know, not necessarily a salary floor, you know. Whether or not that ever happens, which I doubt. But
1: right that's... now, right now, the payroll, the highest payroll is the LA Dodgers, Dodgers. Two, 267 million dollars.
0: Jesus Christ!
1: Including their 26-man roster, which is 156 million dollars. Uh... That's so much money. That's so much money, and not good right now for the game.
0: And like I said, think about it, though, with this arbitration idea. A team like the Brewers, you have Woodruff, Brandon Woodruff, uh, Corbin Burns, Josh Hader, uh, and not to mention seven other uh, arbitration-eligible players heading into next year.
1: I mean, if they get rid of it, they're going to get screwed, dude. I think... Burns and Woodruff, like you said, they're on this. Those and Hater, they're all in the same year. This next year, is that yes. what it is? Yes. Yes. So like
0: they, they have ten, ten players uh, that are, are arbitration eligible. The Brewers are going to get screwed if this gets done away.
1: I don't think that they can do it. I don't think so. I think I like that. I do like the unique aspect of baseball. And able to do that is. They want you to have control over your pick for as long as possible. If you if, if you don't trade away your pick, you have like six years of control, seven years of control right off the rip, right? Yeah, yeah. Nuts.
0: Oh you know, well. Uh, another thing we didn't talk about, but I think this is something that is uh, kind of notice, uh, notable is that we started to mention the Big Twelve not being the Big 12 anymore last week. And now it seems that the Big 12 will be becoming the Big 12 again. They are adding four more colleges and uh, football squads
1: Well, they're going to try. And I think that this really doesn't make too much sense um, if you're the Big 12. I... I don't know what competitive programs you can really get after losing. You know, maybe you can replace Texas. They already have
0: the four. They already have the four. What teams? It's BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. Which, all things considered, those are solid teams.
1: When did this? Now, when did this drop? I didn't well, see the
0: teams. This happened. This happened uh, I have the article from Friday. But uh, I know, I'm pretty sure I was hearing this on Thursday as well.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, you missed this. (laughs) Uh, They're looking to add them by, I think it's 2023, because they they can't get them just yet because they need to do, like, a buyout.
1: Yeah, it's a money thing. It's a money thing at that level. You can't do it that soon. Now, really, what I think is
0: odd is teams like, byu in houston
1: well these who... are the four schools oh wait does it say to join or are these are the ones that are applying
0: these are the four leading candidates okay But they have already expressed interest in it and uh they have shown mutual interest between the two parties okay so uh it, it is more than likely uh if they are able to, they will join the Big Twelve.
1: I like Cincinnati. They've been a very competitive football team over the last X amount well, of it, years.
0: Well, Houston and BYU though. I mean, those teams are legit. I mean, they BYU is having uh, you know a couple of uh, Heisman potential people, you know, here and there sprinkled in, and Houston always has a like the perfect style for the Big Twelve, which is. Like, all offense, no defense.
1: Right, <laughs> shout out my boy Josh Cowden at BYU. By the way, met him this summer. But... BYU,
0: BYU had Zach Wilson last year too. I mean, like this is uh, Cincinnati is it, like like an incredible. Uh, they, they gave Georgia a pretty good run for their money at the Peach Bowl.
1: Well, BYU yeah. was BYU has been independent for a long time now, too, and this would be big if they join a conference now as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we could see if that leads to... Because I assume they're joining a conference to make their schedule get strengthened in some capacity so they can be taken more seriously as a football team. And it'll be interesting to see what Notre Dame does after beating Florida State yesterday, barely, but... They need to maybe get on the clock if they want to join a conference too in order to help themselves out because if they're the number nine team in the country and they're barely beating these unranked teams in week one, they're going to need to have a different message to send to these committees if they're going to keep the playoff at just four teams. Yeah, uh, well, we're going to
0: have to. We've already discussed that they're uh, expanding, what is it, to 12, right?
1: Well, it's not voted yet, and it looks like – the tensions are kind of reversing that maybe it might not get past.
0: Well, I sure as hell hope so. Because it, it can't it can't get past eight. Eight is the perfect number. We've had this discussion here on Down the Wire before that eight is so perfect, why would you want to fuck with that?
1: it works out evenly, it works out nice. It doesn't make any sense to have 12 teams. There's just not 12 teams that good in the country. Honestly, after Alabama and Georgia, after this week, look like they're in a league above everyone else right now, and they could really mess that up, and they could meet each other before the national championship. So it'll be really interesting to see how things develop for the rest of the season now, too. But what, what do you think, then, about those four teams that... Uh, does, like, UCF kind of seem like the outlier there? Like, why the hell are they applying?
0: Well, I mean, they're obviously in Central Florida. It doesn't really seem like a big 12 school. But uh, UCF did have that run, what was that, last year, wasn't it, where they were undefeated? No, it was, two,
1: and... two, like, three years ago now.
0: No way.
1: Wasn't that yeah, really it ago? was Shaquem Griffin, dude. I think it was 2018.
0: You're just making shit up.
1: No, I'll, I'll look it up. Last year was 2020 COVID year, so definitely wasn't that. Shaquem.
0: I've had like the the last like play year. Oh
1: uh, wow! Okay, okay.
0: It would, it would have been two years ago. Whatever.
1: I think it was. I think it was three. Let's see. All
0: right, look it up. Look it up.
1: Well, Shaquem Griffin's 26 years old now, so
0: that doesn't help me at all. Thanks. I think. That would
1: prove that Uh UCF football go to their Wikipedia.
0: <laughs> Can't you just type like U C F undefeated year?
1: Hey. Don't question the methods. Gus Malzan's their coach now. Did you know that?
0: Uh I did not.
1: 2017 was Scott Frost, yeah, and then 2018 was Josh Heppel getting you 12 wins too, as well. It
0: was 2017. I guess it, I guess that was uh, you know a while ago, but told
1: all ya, right. told ya.
0: All right, all right, all right, I'm sorry, please. So,
1: all right, whatever. How do you feel going into? Um, I'll switch things up a little bit here. We'll do something a little unplanned at the end of this episode. We'll do a little week one preview about Green Bay and kind of how they think they match up against New Orleans because next week we'll be talking about NFL football on the podcast for the first time.
0: Why why do people think that New Orleans is going to be something scary this year? I don't I don't understand that I don't at think all. people
1: think that at all.
0: Oh no. Many people do. They they're not saying that they're going to upset the Packers, but they think that like New Orleans is a legitimate playoff contender. How?
1: They're just not. They're just not. I think the Panthers I are going to be better than them. I really do.
0: Well, I also think that uh they're going to have to contend with the teams out in the West, which is just, uh, I think, crazy. I mean, I guess they could beat up on each other in which, you know, one of them sneaks in, uh, like, I should they sneak themselves out of the playoffs for, like, someone like the Saints. But, shit, man, I don't think that's a, a reasonable thought at all.
1: It'll be our first time seeing Aaron Rodgers back. Um obviously didn't play in the preseason because fuck that. Aaron Rodgers don't play preseason. Um and it'll be the first time we'll see play no preseason games. First time we'll see a lot of our wide receivers back. Uh team did not do hot in preseason, but it doesn't matter. They never do. Yeah, it they doesn't matter did. at don't all. Worry about it. it was Jordan Love show all entire all, 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 Jordan Love's story, rather, all entire... Yeah, Jordan
0: Love's story, because it really was the Kurt bankert show. Yeah, you know? right. Everyone was, ah, Kurt Baker's nuts.
1: But now, we're going to be moving the game to Jacksonville, too, because of the hurricane. Um, yep. They're not going to be playing in New Orleans. Jameis Winston, starting quarterback for the Saints. Uh, Over should we...
0: under two and a half interceptions.
1: Ooh, I'm going to say, is that just to Jair Alexander or is that our whole defense? Oh, that's the whole defense. Oh, yeah, over. Smash the over on that. Oh smash smash the over on that. It's
0: so rude.
1: <laughs> Three intercept for sure. For sure. For the whole defense.
0: All right. All right.
1: In fact, I'll put the over under at a half of a pick six. What are you going to say? Is there a pick six in the game? Uh, it's Jameis Winston. He threw like eight of them the last year he started.
0: I would say no. Uh. yep. I'm saying
1: no. No fun. Ah. No fun. Sorry. There definitely will be. I'm gonna be rooting for it. I'm gonna be rooting for <laughs> it. And what we'll be missing, Devin Funchess. Oh. Devin Funchess. Who? do you not remember the wide receiver that we picked up last year from Carolina opted out
0: wide receiver. They picked up from last year. Uh, uh Nope. Can't say that I do.
1: Well, now you make me look awkward on the show. Cause you didn't know, I know you... who
0: David Punches is. <sighs> oh my God.
1: Then. <laughs> well, what was that? That doesn't make any sense. I know I was,
0: <laughs> showing that i didn't
1: care he's he he didn't get any snaps that's gonna be another guy who we just look at what the fuck happened with that one right well
0: he's torn acl or something like that right
1: two years now without getting any games in for him uh boy. his his career is probably gonna be over i would say right after
0: that i would hope not say i would hope yeah
1: it's not not looking good for him anymore uh what else do you want to get to
0: just regular roster cuts in general, man. There was a couple of pretty shocking ones, right? Well,
1: we didn't actually bring it up, but Cam Newton was cut yeah. from the New England Patriots.
0: Yeah, like don't you think that's wild? To be for him to be cut altogether, it's wild.
1: He he sucked last year though.
0: He did suck, but you don't think that he's a serviceable backup?
1: Cam Cam's just not in the business for backup anymore. You know what I mean? Cam doesn't he's, want to be a backup.
0: Cam he's already getting brought in. I think he already got signed.
1: Cam Newton is Carmelo Anthony to the NBA. That is what Cam Newton is to the NFL. He he doesn't want to be a backup.
0: Well, you also had this report of Mac Jones was actually teaching Cam Newton the playbook, uh, which is ooh.
1: Seems very Mac Jones like. Does yeah, he's a very good, good, good guy, good player. Have you seen his body? He can't, He has to be smart.
0: I uh, no. Are you saying that because he doesn't have uh, a body
1: frame at all? Well, look at their differences in physical frame, and you would not think Mac Jones is the quarterback for the New England Patriots.
0: Are you say he's top Brady esque.
1: No, I don't think uh, he's. No, I don't think he is. Uh, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> you're tired, Tom. I know. Let's. let What do we? What else we got to go off of today? Well,
0: how about the bullshit uh, week of the NBA for the uh, Brooklyn Nets, who just signed everyone and got a stupid good trade in their favor.
1: Get, you see that getting rid of DeAndre Jordan
0: well first of all let's just go uh, first they signed Paul Millsap hello Bench Depp then they also get well Aldridge back hello Bench Depp then they get a stupid crazy trade to get Jaleel o- Okafor uh, they also get oh dear god I, I what Sekou Debuya, uh, right Sekou! Sekou Dumboya. And all they had to do was give uh give rid of DeAndre Jordan, and four second-round picks? I mean, can the Pistons go one offseason without fucking it all up for themselves? They're definitely... Sekou was a guy, dog.
1: He was pretty decent, yeah. And he was pretty young still, too. He's an athletic freak, for sure. I
0: do not understand that. I, I don't get it at all. Oh, also... Uh, DeAndre Jordan's going to get bought out, in which he might go back to the Nets. I thought it was the Lakers. Uh, was it was the Lakers. I don't know. It, it's still just bullshit altogether.
1: Rajon Rondo back to the Lakers. Uh, I think we talked about that one last time. What? Um... <sighs> <laughs> I I just can't. I'm not on it today.
0: Yeah. Oh, and not to mention Ben Simmons coming out and just. Shitting on the Sixers again. I mean, not that we all thought he wasn't going to get traded, but this is just not a good look for a player that already doesn't have a lot of good looks.
1: Well, with his talk, his talks disintegrated with Sacramento. So where is he going to go? Uh,
0: man, I, I I don't know who would want him. Still look, I still look towards Portland. I know that is been like a thing for a minute. I don't know why. I would already feel bad for uh David Lillard being over there and having no real help behind him, but for some reason they think that Ben Simmons is gonna be that guy. I I, I can't
1: I can't imagine why anyone would think that after this last season. So <laughs> let's let's get into something here. Um it's our week one, we'll go through the games and maybe tell you – a little bit about them um, uh, after it. Give me your predictions. So our first game quick of the week. Shoot them off fast. Yeah, real quick, real quick. So we have week one of the NFL back this week. Um, it starts off with Thursday night football. It's Cowboys-Buccaneers this Buccaneers, week.
0: Buccaneers, all the way. It's at home, but the Cowboys, I do not believe it. I know a lot of people are big on them, saying that they could be a threat. In the uh, NFC, I don't believe in it. I still think it's Washington's team, uh, Washington's like division to lose, and uh, uh, the Cowboys are frauds. So, Buccaneers.
1: If Dak is healthy, they could maybe have a ball game out of it. All right. Uh, Jaguars, Texans.
0: Jaguars, Texans. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Texans. I think the Jaguars are really bad. I am seeing less and less from them that gives me any form of optimism and in a weird sort of way i'm seeing more uh like better things on the houston side uh so please yes give it to me the Texans.
1: this just seems like a color rush like game in london the (laughs) jaguars texans game like that's what that should be uh we have i would probably i'm gonna take the jaguars in that one as well i'm gonna take the buccaneers and i'm gonna take the jaguars yeah i'm gonna take the jaguars you're gonna take the texans i'm gonna go with that we'll we'll do that uh good one here at noon chargers and football team
0: oh that one's so hard that might be one of the more difficult games uh I don't want to go against the Chargers because they are my my sleeper cell pick this year. I I think Justin Herbert is going to be
1: running running circles over a really damn good defense. I'm going to take the Chargers. Chargers over the football team. I think I'm going to ride Fitzmagic. I'm going to go with that one. Just for I can't bet against Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's making the playoffs for the first time this year in his career. He's going to do it. It's going to happen. 49ers and Lions. Um, 49ers. Signer. Not even a question. Yeah, that's that's pretty fair as well. Jets Panthers. Jets
0: Panthers. Uh, ooh, that was Jets Pan- Sam Panthers. Sam Darnold
1: revenge game week one.
0: Yeah. Did I we really get, get that?
1: Win. That's gonna be one to watch, people.
0: I'm, I'm gonna go Panthers, and I think they're going to eke it out via home field advantage.
1: I think the Panthers are gonna win by a million that game. Uh, 100%. I was also going
0: to say, did you not see Jared Goff came out this week and said his team can
1: not only uh, win the division, but make it to the Super Bowl? I Sorry, can't. Jared, no, they uh, can't. No, know. they can't. That's cute. They can't. They cannot. The, the Lions cannot make it to the Super Bowl. Jared Goff. <laughs> All right. My computer is at lowering percent, so we'll wrap it up with the rest of these games. Ready? Browns Chiefs. Uh, Browns. Chiefs. They're at home. home. All right. Broncos, Giants.
0: Uh, Broncos. I think that squad is actually going to look pretty damn good this year. Not good enough to make the playoffs, but pretty good nonetheless.
1: Improving, improving. Um, We go over here to Seahawks, Colts.
0: Ooh, Seahawks. I think uh, they're my big threat, and you're going to have, even if you get Carson Wentz in there, which he sucks all all and out of shape from covid so give me the seahawks
1: i i will also take the seahawks on there as well eagles falcons
0: oh the falcons the eagles are going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year
1: they could very well be they could very well be i i don't know the falcons though they're so weird they they have kyle pitts now so they have a little bit of offensive weaponry around them but they sucked last year, and they couldn't hold a lead to save their life. Remember that. So, uh, Steelers-Bills.
0: Bills. Bills are going to be my Super Bowl squad. Let's go.
1: Bills-Mafia. I'll take them as well. Vikings-Bengals. Jesus. Those are two teams I do not want to watch at all.
0: Um, can, can we just say that we're all winners once that game is over? I
1: think the Vikings probably are got to be favored in that one. Is Joe that... Burrow going to be healthy for week one?
0: Yeah, the, it's
1: Vikings minus three right now. I would give... I uh, Yeah, I don't want to bet anywhere near that game, Vikings yeah, that minus game three. That fucking terrible. No, thank you. I'll, we'll just pass on that one. We pretend it didn't happen. Cardinals, tight ends. Tight ends? Titans.
0: <laughs> uh, give me the Titans. I think the Titans are going to look good if they're at home. Uh, the Cardinals, I think, are going to have a regression year. And uh, this is where the Titans kind of look monstrous.
1: This is going to be a pretty good week one game, that Cardinals-Titans right there for sure. Because the Cardinals, we'll have to see if they can keep up with them. Maybe they can run it up in their division a little bit more and be taken a little more serious in the NFC West this year. Dolphins-Patriots.
0: Dolphins. I think is going to look good.
1: Ooh, it's Tua versus Mac, week one.
0: Yeah, give you the Dolphins, man. I think that Dolphins squad is going to impress some people.
1: Okay, okay. Packers Saints. Packers Saints are trash. Trash buckets. Sunday night football this week is Chicago and the Rams. Oh my god, do I really even have to like entertain
0: that? The Bears are terrible, and they got Andy fucking Dalton it. Keep the Red Rocket uh, at home.
1: Do you think there's an opportunity for Justin Fields to come in maybe in like the second or third quarter though? No. None?
0: I, I don't think so. No. I, I'm sorry. I thought the Red Rocket he's the Red Rifle. Yeah. The Red, red Rocket is a dog penis.
1: Yeah, that's not <laughs> not the same as Andy Dalton. Oh,
0: shit. I know I... what I'm
1: going to put for clip art oh no <laughs> Jeez. uh last game monday night football is baltimore and las vegas that would round out this week of games
0: uh, I, get, I get a weird upset feeling there i don't look at baltimore uh all that highly this year i think uh losing jk Dobbins is going to be a big blow to them and yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Las Vegas.
1: Okay, Derek that's Carr's showing my, up.
0: That's gonna be my big upset this week. Oh, yeah, not a super
1: big one. There but. you go. I I it could be. I think it's considered an upset.
0: Yeah, yeah, for it sure. Definitely, it definitely would be an upset. It's just not a super big one.
1: I wouldn't hate that one at all. Uh, Derek Carr. It's gonna be a big year for John Gruden too. Signing that huge contract and now he has literally done nothing with them since. It's gonna be a big year for
0: him. Realize that uh it's John Gruden. He doesn't actually do anything for anyone.
1: Um, do you have anything else you want to go over before we get some some quick hits? I mean, uh, you know
0: what? I'm gonna do a quick shout out to uh fucking AEW putting on the single best pay-per-view of the year, without question. Really? But oh yes, and uh they're probably put on a pay-per-view that people will be talking about for years. Going forward, because not only did CM Punk make his in-ring return, in which he looked just as crisp as he did seven years ago when he left wrestling, Uh, you also had former WWE talent uh, Ruby Soho come in, uh, so that she was Ruby Riot previously, formerly known as Heidi Lovelace, who is a killer talent on the Indies. And now she actually gets to be utilized, hopefully, in uh, all elite wrestling. That's huge. Uh, you had a fantastic match with uh, John Moxley and. Oh, good God, this is the worst. I have to look up his name.
1: John
0: Moxley versus uh, Satoshi Kojima, that's it, who is a New Japan wrestling legend. And then afterwards, Minoru Suzuki came out, who is another. Like Japanese wrestling like freak show. So that's going to be huge. Then, for the main event, you had Kenny Omega and Chris Cage go at it. At the end of the match, Kenny Omega goes over, and none other than former uh, NXT champion Adam Cole comes out. Adam Cole, baby. Which is uh, so fucking big. He's the one that kind of exploited the NXT loophole. So... Not uh, too surprised. But to make matters even crazier, after Adam Cole came in and he started super kicking everyone, uh, Brian Danielson, formerly known as Daniel Bryan, came out. And it was just like debut after debut after debut after debut and just surprised the whole fucking crowd. On top of having a match of the year candidate in the Young Bucks versus the lucha brothers holy shit yesterday was crazy for wrestling
1: it sounds like it was for aew that that's that, pretty big you you were yeah. you were saying how the way that they compete with wwe is getting guys from these other companies and other places to kind of merge up together and eventually grow from there and that they're not close there to the wwe yet but they're really making these strides to just keep growing and growing
0: I mean, he, it would be hard-pressed for anyone to say that WWE isn't a little scared. And it, if you needed any evidence, Vince McMahon took away creative control of NXT from Triple H, and is repackaging it himself. So him and Bruce Pritchard can run it. That is going to be a fucking shit show. And uh, yeah, I, I can't bitch enough about wwe and how poor their practices are they have decided they're not even going to be getting talent anymore from the indie wrestling scene they're going elsewhere for talent so they signed a whole bunch of new recruits that are like former amateur wrestlers uh like a power lifter and shit like that like they are they are doing like the bare minimum of
1: like uh they're looking for athletic ability and not wrestling talent. Right, right. Um and I spent most of my weekend watching a lot of great college football all entire the entire time and I have uh I think what I'm going to do actually with it is uh I want to plan for this week to start it. Um this Wednesday uh keep an eye out and look out for it. Uh, I might be dropping small little college football pod things. Uh, I don't know about whole episodes. I don't know about what I want to do, but I definitely will have something out this week. Uh, Talking about the games from last week and talking about the games upcoming this next week as well. I watched a lot of good football. Uh, I'll be talking about the games that I want to see, a.k.a. like Wisconsin Badger games. And the games that you guys want to hear about, a.k.a. like Clemson-Georgias. So be be on the lookout this week uh, for those ones as well. Did you have any – did you want to go into quick hits right here?
0: Yeah, go right ahead.
1: Okay, let's go into some quick hits. So uh, C.J. Stroud, um, the new quarterback for Ohio State uh, after Justin Fields left this last year. He was in a quarterback battle with Quinn Ewers, who was the 18-year-old kid that foregoed his senior year to go name-image likeness deal at Ohio State. Did you hear about that a couple weeks ago? Yes. yes. So they balled out 45-31 victory over there uh, against Minnesota, and Mohamed Ibrahim, the leading rusher in the game and for Minnesota and the Big Ten last year, hurt himself, done for the year. So he's going to be done big showing from Minnesota that probably won't happen again. Uh Badgers oh. Badgers looked like they do just good offense uh, is not uh, not not present. Good defense always is. Jim Leonard, thank you. Thank you Jim Leonard for being a great defensive coordinator that Next everybody I loves.
0: What yeah, what Wisconsin of, Wisconsin? of Wisconsin? Of Wisconsin?
1: Yes. You think so? Uh,
0: that's where he w- Dude, they wanted uh the Packers wanted Jim Leonard and offered Jim Leonard the defensive coordinator position and he turned it down. He does not want to go anywhere but stay at in Madison. I and believe I think it. he is waiting till Paul Chris gets fired.
1: That could be there. Le'Veon Bell is also now a name being brought up in the running backs rumors in Baltimore after uh the injuries over there. What how do you feel about that?
0: They need someone. I don't know who the hell their backup is, but it can't be anyone better than Le'Veon Bell, Absolutely. or anything worse. It can't. It, I mean, it, Le'Veon Bell can't be any worse than what they
1: got, right? Makes sense. That would make sense. Last per. Last thing I got right here. Josh Norman's back in the NFL, baby. He's a San Francisco 49er. Do you care? Uh, if he can play, I do. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, uh, well, so first of all. We brought him up a while ago, and I'm just going to say that I think our love translated to him getting in. J.R. Smith, baby, is a college
1: athlete. We should and get some to- North Carolina antique gear.
0: He has been live tweeting a lot of his stuff, and I think it's uh, very cool. His current one is the shout outs that he's giving. To his uh, tutor, his African American studies tutor, mm. uh, he's got a mad crush on Miss Burke, Mrs. Burke. So, mm. good job, J. Miss
1: Misses, not Miss. Misses, yeah. not Miss.
0: Yeah, gotta gotta make sure I let everyone know that. Uh, also, too, uh, Soldier Boy called out Kanye West to a celebrity boxing match that uh, basically no one wants. Because that would be ugly as fuck.
1: Soldier Boy definitely can't fight. There's no way.
0: What, you think
1: Kanye can? Kanye's crazy, so I give him a little bit of an edge.
0: That's fair. Well, I I feel like Kanye would ask him to hit him.
1: Donda. Donda.
0: (laughs) Donda. And I don't know how we didn't talk about this or how you didn't bring it up, because I thought for sure you were going to. Did you hear about Bishop Sycamore football team this week?
1: Didn't we talk about it last week? I don't think so. Dude, Bishop Sycamore. The You know what I don't get? Why is everyone mad slash surprised slash shocked at Bishop Sycamore? And ESPN is totally off the hook for this.
0: Yeah, that is 100% true. Shame on uh, ESPN. That's but... what I mean. Wow, dude. That whole story. So if uh, you don't know, uh, Bishop Sycamore is a... Is a high school football team that does not exist. Does not exist. No, and uh, as the they got asked to be part of like the uh, whatever the ESPN challenge is that is that what they call it? It's some sort of high school like the football. Highway.
1: They they had to go play IMG, you know, the same thing that Bishop Gorman and Moderna get to play on that kind of
0: thing. And not to mention get their ass handed to them. when. When you consider that uh bishop sycamore this fake team is actually made up of a lot of 20 year old men <laughs> they got babied but as the game is going on espn's announcers are starting to like try to talk about them they had uh like nor numerous d1 recruits just like img did however They cannot confirm any of the players on Bishop Sycamore's roster were committed anywhere. Mm. Uh, Red flag number one. Uh, Also, they had just played in the game two nights prior, which is not enough for a player to recover. So, like, it's not like they're not able to do that. Another red flag that ESPN didn't catch. And uh, dude, it's just like it's crazy. This is this is like uh, the coach ended up just lying about this. His historic, in quotes, uh, program to get them a spot on ESPN,
1: and, and then he got fired from a job that he didn't have. Yes, that yes. what that whole thing was just crazy. a crazy story from Bishop Sycamore. I I don't get it. Do you have any other quick hits? Nope, that's it. All right, that's right around that mark. Now it's right around that time where we sure wrap things up. Is oh that was episode 31 we're back on these uh skype calls here um we're getting pretty close to we'll we'll have some back to in person i think we'll do a little bit better planning for the next ones here and well this won't be well we'll, i'm sure we'll have things mixed up a little bit in the next coming weeks as well too we're almost on the year we're pretty close
0: i have like
1: well, yeah, well, we're almost at, like, a year's worth of episodes, you know what I mean? That's what I was saying.
0: Sure. We're getting there.
1: 31? We're That's
0: getting pretty getting close. There. That's getting that, pretty close. That is 21 weeks. That is a long time.
1: That's 31 weeks.
0: No, no. 21 weeks left. Oh. To hit the year mark. Yes. Math. Yeah, Good thing you start, start school. Okay,
1: anyone, thank you for guys for listening to the episode today. And make sure you guys download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, don't forget to check us out on thechairshot.com.
0: Andy the Red Rocket Doll. Peace.